0: everybody what's going on you tuned into real talk with the six man and I'm your host the six man it's been a minute since I've been on here by myself y'all and um it feels good man to really um, get intimate with y'all once again man um, don't get me wrong I like having guests but it always feels good to um you know get intimate with y'all and talk to y'all man and um, I definitely want to talk tonight about something that's um, that seems like it's getting out of control, man. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with a lot. Um, it has a lot to do with, um, you know, dudes not being in their right frame of mind. Um, how dudes is being brought up. Um, maybe not having a good relationship with, 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 with their mother you know, dudes not having a relationship with their father. I mean, it could be so many different things, man. But it's, 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 um, this sexual assault, um, it's going, it's, it's crazy, man. And I want to, and I want to even go even further because I want to look at it on both sides. I want to look at it, how it gets dealt with if it's a black person and then how it gets dealt with If it was a white person And I mean don't get me wrong Both parties are wrong But it just seems like When it comes to the justice system It's one sided And it seems like Overall That it's still The justice system overall Is turning a blind eye On the race part of What's going on Because there's a whole lot of Disconnect And discord going on um in our country um and I'm just speaking right here close to home you know what I mean because I, I mean I don't I don't watch the news I don't watch the news a lot you know what I mean like I don't watch it a lot but I watch it enough or I hear it enough where I stay in tune and I stay up to date you know on what's going on and it just seems like you know with you know the whole the whole Bill Cosby situation um and with uh matt liner and uh harvey weinstein the me too movement um i mean it just seemed like it's it's, it's just running rampant. these sexual assaults rapes um it is it, this 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 abuse towards women man it's 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 getting out it's getting outrageous man i mean it really is i mean i'm i'm it's to the point where you know i mean me having um not necessarily a, a big family, um, but you know it's just like it's it it it's majority women in in my family, and um it makes me think about them a lot. You know whether it be um, my mother, whether it be my grandmother, um, whether it be my oldest daughter, whether it be my baby girl, uh, whether it be either one of my nieces, um, whether it be either one of my sisters their mother, um, cousins, um, just 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 all the family members that are women in my family um, and just women that I know that are friends that are close to me overall. I mean, it's it's, it's just crazy out here. I mean, it's, it's, it's some situations going on that, you know, really has me in a place where I feel like as men, well, me as being a man, you know, it, it makes me feel a certain type of way because I've heard stories of late, you know, recently, um, that, you know, men, um, don't necessarily know how to keep their hands to themselves. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I have been, um, I have been guilty of that, um, in the past in terms of, um, me not knowing how to, um, me not knowing how to regulate my anger, um, and me not necessarily, um, looking at the overall situation and I mean I'm not giving myself an excuse saying that I was young but at the end of the day I was young I was young Um, I never really um, you know put my hands on a female to physically abuse her or physically you know um, you know do bodily harm to her you know what I mean Um, a lot of the cases that I've dealt with has been, you know, um, verbal arguments that, you know, tend to, um, get to the point where myself or the female either got in each other's face too close and I might've pushed them, you know, to get out of my face or, you know, um, me just, you know, just being an asshole and just going too far. And, um, You know, I've I've I think in my life, I've dealt with a lot in my life that I think I'm not going to say that I that I've gotten clemency for what I've done in the past. But I think I've damn sure paid for it in a lot of ways. And I and I actually learned from um, the lesson that was given to me um, in life. And so I don't want to be on here talking like, you know, I haven't been in certain situations where I could have been the bigger person and walked away, Um w- which in fact, you know, I've tried to on multiple occasions, but it's been times where I felt like I was being put in a situation where I didn't really think. And I just, you know, made a quick decision. And, you know, I, that's not, that's not something where I'm saying that, you know, I was right. Um, and, saying that it was okay for me to do that I'm just saying that I'm one to acknowledge that you know I've been in situations where it wasn't um, it wasn't right what I did and you know um, it's I'm not saying there's nothing I can do about it now because I think right now I'm doing what I think I'm supposed to do and I'm trying to shed light on You know, um, men not putting their hands on women, period. And then this whole thing with men out here, you know, just physically assaulting women. You know what I mean? I I never really thought that that would be one of the things that would be, you know, headline news on the news, you know, the last, you know, couple months. And I thought that after the Matt Lauer thing, after the the Harvey Weinstein thing, after the Bill Cosby thing, you know, I thought things would probably, you know, die down and you know it'd be something else to talk about. And it's like, before you know, it, boom, it's it, it's it's back it's back in our face again. And um, it was a situation where, you know, these two guys um, snatched this young lady up um, at the Nella Road Station. And um assaulted her, man. And it bothered me. Cause again, like I say, I got plenty of women in my family. I know and have plenty friends that are females. And, you know, even though they haven't released this young lady's name or who she is, you know, regardless, that's somebody's daughter, that's somebody's sister, that's somebody's niece that's somebody's cousin, and possibly somebody's mother probably, you know. And it's sad that, you know, we have a transit system that helps us get back and forth to and fro from work and, you know, wherever we're going, and it's not even safe no more, you know. I mean, the, the, the transit system um, for Metro um, is, they, they don't have enough police, policing. You know, um, these transit stations they just don't, and it just seems like it's a shame because um I'm not saying that it's it's Metro transit's fault that you know that that this could have been avoided. I'm not saying that I'm just saying that at the end of the day, you know it's just sad that women you know um have no choice but to use Metro as a means to getting around and some shit like this happens. I mean, I remember the young lady not too long ago, um, out in Silver Spring, out in Silver Spring, man. This young lady was catching the train, dude got on the train with her, was talking to her. Um, and I guess, you know, um, you know, they didn't know each other, but I guess I'm just, I'm just. I'm just assuming that the dude felt comfortable with her because she kind of gave him some small talk while on on the train. And um, the dude, man, you know, followed her off the train and um, ended up raping her. And after he raped her, he took her back, walked her back to the train station. I was like, man, what the f- what the fuck type of shit is going on out here, man? And so, I mean, it's terrible, man, that that the women had to endure this type of shit. And I know sometimes I always talk about, you know, what the men endure and what we got to put on our shoulders, because we do. We got to put a lot of shit on our shoulders. We do. I mean, you know, being a man, I'm not saying that a woman doesn't understand what a man goes through, but technically speaking, she doesn't, because she's not a man. And she definitely don't know, you know, some of the shit that we go through. But then, in hindsight, you know... Uh, you know, hindsight. Um, we as men, you know, don't technically know everything that they go through. So it's it's a it's a um, it's a balance because you know we tend to tell each other, oh you don't know what the fuck I'm going through. Oh you don't know what the fuck I'm going through either. And and it's true. We we both we both saying the same thing. We both telling the truth. But we both have to be able to accept that we don't know. The others, you know, um, challenges being a male or female. And I mean, yes, you know, if we are significant others, if we are close friends, we may talk about some of our challenges and we may talk about some of our our situations, but there will be never um, it would never be that true feeling of, you know, knowing what that person went through. And it just it just bothered me a little bit when I heard this story. And um, I was just like, damn, man. I mean, after the PG police was uh, caught, DC DC and PG police was caught, you know, dealing with these transvestites. And, you know, that wasn't, um, you know, that wasn't necessarily um, physical abuse or physical assault. That was just them, you know, on some dumb shit and got caught up. But it just goes to show where, you know, mentally, something ain't right. And I and I've done a couple shows about, you know, um PTSD. Um I did a few shows about um mental illness. And it's just like it's something really going on um in society, man. And it's and and, and the balance, the equilibrium, it's off like a motherfucker. Where men think it's okay to just flat out assault and rape women, man. That's something not right. I don't know if it's drugs. I don't know if it's this K2 shit. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it but but whatever it is is not right. Um and I mean to just to take it even a little bit further, um it's another story that I'ma get into um after this. And it just seems like, you know, the divide between Black crime and white crime is' just totally different, and I feel like crime is crime, just like you know you hear um just like you hear um you hear spiritual people, religious people always say you know um not." not not saying not saying two wrongs don't make a right but it just seems like you know what happens in the dark comes to light right that's what you know most christians would say you know everything that's in the dark comes to the light and it just seems like for black crime it's true if you do something in the dark And you found guilty, you know, it comes to light. You do your time, you get charged, whatever. But it seems like when it's white crime, it seems like it it gets a little bit more leniency. And even though it comes to light, it doesn't get the same punishment. It doesn't attract the same type of attention. And I mean, it bothers me a little bit. It definitely bothers me a little bit. And I mean, this, <clears throat> I'm sorry, y'all, this whole, this whole Nella Rose situation, man, it, it bothers me because I have daughters and I have nieces and, you know, I don't talk to them every day, all day. I mean, especially my oldest daughter, she 23, you know, she out here doing her thing. And, um, you know, I'm, I always pray that she, you know, doing the right thing, hanging around the right type of people and, you know, just hoping that the, that the, um, the upbringing that she's had and the teachings that she's had between myself and her mother, you know, that they, that they were good enough where she will make some good decisions as well as my, my nieces, um, same thing because they are of age you know, teenagers. And um, you know, especially my baby girl. I wanna make sure that she's okay. She even though she's five and I'm not saying that she's, you know, um I mean not saying that nothing can happen to her, but God forbid, you know, I don't want anything to happen to her, but I'm trying to get her ready, you know, and, and teach her the same way. Um, but but this this whole story, man, about these dudes um, snatching this young lady up at Nella Road, man. It bothered me, man. It bothered me a lot um, because it just seemed like it was so close to home. I mean, Nella Road Station is, you know, a station that I used to frequent with a lot when I was catching the train to go to my job. I mean, until we, you know, changed um, buildings. And so that was... You know, that was the station that I went to all the time to, you know, get back and forth to work and also come home and, you know, pick my daughter up from. I mean, that is the train station. Um, I mean, I remember my um, my ex-wife um, had told me that her truck had got stolen. And I think she told me her truck got stolen at Southern Avenue Station. Southern Avenue station. And so it just, you know, makes me think about, you know, you know, her well-being as well. I mean, because she got a one-year-old and she got, you know, my daughter, which is five. And so it may be something like she got to leave. And now that it's, you know, getting dark, you know, she has to leave. And later from work and it might be dark or whatever. So it's just it's just always, you know, that thought about, you know, using public transportation and just thinking about how safe it really is and just trying to figure out how safe, you know, we all are, not just women, but how safe we all are, you know what I mean? Um, and with this particular situation, women, how safe they are. Um, because it just seems like they're not safe no more. I mean, I, you know, they it's, it's people out here. I got friends who have their own business where they, you know, um, have equipment, you know, to help people protect themselves. And i would I would encourage everybody to you know get whatever they can to protect themselves if it's legal, I would say get it so you can protect yourself and, and 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 use it and prep yourself and prepare yourself you know so that way if you find yourself in a situation, you know exactly what to do um because this situation man it was crazy man it was it was extremely crazy. But what I want to do now is I want y'all to just hear um, a, a clip um, about this situation at um, that occurred on Nella Road at at, at Nella Road Station, um, and I want y'all to just you know just just listen to it, and um, I'll come back and I'll give you my thoughts on it when I come back. Y'all check this out.
1: Now to an update on a brutal attack on a local woman. These two men are accused of kidnapping, raping, and robbing her as she left the Naylor Road Metro Station.
2: One of the men turned himself into police, the other is still on the run. Prince George's County and D.C. Police are now working together to find him. Fox 5's Lauren DeMarco is live at D.C. Police Headquarters now with the latest. Lauren? A 45-minute car ride from hell. The victim describes being raped and assaulted by two men as they drove her around. Tonight, some encouraging news from police.
3: Both suspects have been identified and arrest warrants have been obtained.
2: In a joint press conference, police announced 25-year-old Nick Savoy of southeast D.C. has turned himself in in Roanoke, Virginia. He's now awaiting extradition. But take a close look. They are still actively searching for the other suspect, 29-year-old Mark Blue of Northwest. Here's another photo of him. He and Savoy are both facing various rape armed robbery, kidnapping, and other related charges. The victim says they forced her into a dark-colored sedan at gunpoint as she was walking home from the Naylor Road metro station just after midnight on Monday, December 3rd. She says after taking turns raping and assaulting her, they pushed her from the car and left her in an alley behind Anacostia High School in D.C., just blocks from the home of the suspect in custody, Nick Savoy.
0: Just the, the sound of her crying, It was like some of the worst things I've ever heard.
2: Frank Spears answered the victim's frantic knocks at his door. She was caught on surveillance video, which we've distorted, leaving the alley and walking down the street desperately seeking help.
0: She was uh, really terrified and scared and uh, she wanted wanted somebody to help her because she was outside um, with no clothes on.
2: Again, if you know this man, Mark Blue, police want to hear from you. And they say they've stepped up their presence near the Naylor Road metro station where the alleged kidnapping took place.
3: I know Prince George's County has been coordinating efforts especially with Metro Transit Police uh, and also with us being on the border uh, in order to make sure we have a police presence in that area more than
1: usual.
2: One of the suspects was also caught on camera using the victim's ATM card to withdraw money from her bank account. If you know Mark Blue, police want to hear from you. There is a reward available for information in the case as well. Back to you in the studio.
0: I mean, you know, I mean, after, after hearing that, you know, it's a, it's a lot to take in, man. It's a lot to take in. Um, and it's definitely a lot that that young lady is going through right now. Like I say, they have not, um, they had they have not identified the young lady yet. But I feel like at the end of the day, man, it, that's, that's a lot. I mean, because as y'all heard in the piece, I mean, they both raped her, took turns while driving her around, and then after they was done with her, raping her, you know, first of all, snatching her up, raping her, then robbing her. After they was done with her, they just threw her out, left her in the alley, no clothes on, rolled out. So that's that's scurry, man, and is and is and is unacceptable, man. Is 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 unacceptable. And I mean even with this case with uh Kareem Hunt, the football player. Everybody was going on Kareem Hunt. The lady on ESPN was doing Slim under the bus and, you know, he came out and basically, you know, gave his piece on what happened and all that. And Kansas City Chiefs was like, Look, we releasing you. We letting you go, Slim. Even though they knew what happened. The NFL knew what happened. They never, you know, kind of got on top of it and asked him if he needed help. Asked him if he, you know, if there was anything they can do for him. They didn't They didn't do that. But as soon as that tape from that hallway from where he lived at his apartment, when that got released, they released his ass. And then I think it was maybe like a couple of days later, you know, it come out that the young lady that, he had the altercation with, put her hands on him first, called him a nigga, all this type of stuff. And, you know, I mean, I remember I had a man on um on social media because I, I had posted it and I was talking about it on live. And my man was like, you know, I got a daughter too. And I tell her all the time, you know, you got to be careful, you know, talking to a man, getting all up in his face because, you know, every man ain't built the same way. And you gotta be easy and you gotta, you know, be smart. Because it's a lot of men out here that if you get in their face and you put their hand and you put your hands on them, you got some men that's gonna put their hands back on you. And I know this is a little different than what I'm talking about, but I'm just saying, just looking at the different types of situations that's going on between men and women. And in this particular situation, it's 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 fucked up. It's fucked up. These dudes it's some raggedy dudes, man, and they caught one of the dudes, as you heard, and the other dude is still at large, um, and it's crazy, man, because I know this young lady was, is fucked up, and she will need help, and I mean, again, this is a PTSD moment for her. She will be traumatized from this happening to her. She will be traumatized. I, I can guarantee it she will be fucking traumatized and fucked up and might not want to ever, never, ever, 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 never catch the Metro ever again. Because that's bullshit. And I feel like, shit, no women feel like if that's their only mean of transportation, that they got to be like, man, I ain't catching the Metro no more. Because now you either got to catch Uber or you got to get enough money to get a car. And you might not have that. You might only have enough money to, to catch the train. And it's going to take her a while before she can get an opportunity to do that again. I already know that. I already know that. So that's why I feel bad, man, but I was taking that into saying that these two dudes is dead wrong. And I'm pretty sure that now that they got one in custody, and if, you know, if and when, I'm gonna say if and when they get the other one in the custody, these dudes going to do some time. You know, depending on who's snitching on who, who said what or whatever. I feel like fuck all that. Both of these niggas need to do jail time. For what they did to this young lady, and the reason why I say all that is because it was another incident that happened down in Baylor Baylor university um I think it was in Waco, Texas where it was a uh a frat president or well a president of a frat of a fraternity um raped this young lady and in a nutshell got off i mean he did. Almost the exact same shit Bill Cosby did. This young lady was at a party. The young lady said uh he handed her a cup with some with a drink in it. And all she remember is waking up and yeah. Where am I at? What am I doing? What's going on? What are you doing? I mean, it just just fucked up. And I mean that's similar to What Bill Cosby did. And Bill Cosby is 80. Bill Cosby is 80 and they threw the book at him. Well, as much of the book they could, they threw it at him. Because he's locked up right now. As we talking right now, Bill Cosby, Dr. Huxtable, Heathcliff Huxtable, whatever you want to call him. However you know him by Mr. Pudding Pop Man, Mr. Jello itself, man. He's locked up. He's locked up for almost the same type of shit, man. And he's black. And just like these two young men, they was black. But this white boy and this judge, crazy, man. They said this judge has been known to side with students that go to Bella based on statue and status. That's how I look at it. Money. This nigga family got money. And he got off. And this young lady got a raw deal this nigga ain't got a you know this nigga ain't got a um he ain't got arrested as a sex offender none of that shit but i guarantee you when they get at these two dudes for this nelly rose shit they're gonna get at them but my story for this is i got a friend um homie for a long time and he shared something with me about a situation he dealt with, um and I told him, you know, I think it wasn't you know um fully smart or you know one of the best decisions that he's made in his life, but he was dealing with a young lady um, regardless of you know her body or her physique, you know um she still told him that she was a little younger than him. But even still, she was even younger than what she told him she was. And so he took a chance, you know, instead of him, you know, using his, his head on his shoulders, you know, he used his head, you know, between his legs. And he had sex with this young lady. And the father caught wind of it. And the father was like, oh, he raped you? And pretty much forced this young lady to tell the police and the courts that my man raped her. When from what I heard from out of his mouth in our conversation it wasn't rape. It was consensual sex. Now don't get me wrong. He was older than her by some years. And legally it was a statutory rape in their eyes, just based off age, just solely based off age because she was actually younger than what she told him she was, you know? And when he talked to me about it, he was up front and I was up because it's a homie, and I told him it was a bad, bad, bad decision. And he realized that because he had to apply and register as a sex offender, you know, he couldn't. Find decent jobs because of this situation. Um, I mean, it was a lot that was going on with him, man. And I, I can't imagine all the stuff that he was going through and all the stuff he was being denied because of this situation. I mean, system railroaded the shit out of him. But I feel like now, you know, it's been some years since it happened. He's bounced back. He's working now. You know, he's he's dealt with it. Uh, and I know it was rough. I mean, having to put your face on this, on this damn website. I've been on that website. If you ever go on that website, that 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 sex offender website, and put in your address, your area, man, you will fucking be surprised how close these pedophiles and how close these jokers out here doing this bullshit live close to you. You be you be surprised, man, and it's sickening, man. You, you I mean you 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 might have one on your fucking street, and don't even know it. Speak to him every day and don't even know, and don't even know. And I'm just saying that where this is my homie, he was black. And this white boy, you know, pretty much got the fuck off. I mean, pretty much got the fuck off scot-free. And I felt like at the end of the day, that's not cool at all. Not cool at all. I mean, here it is. These two black dudes at Nella Road, you know, forcibly, you know, snatched this young lady up and did this Bama shit to her. And I felt like they do need to pay for what they did. But at the same token, with, you know... Retrospect to, you know, Kareem Hunt, you know, he got looked at bad, thrown under the bus. He shouldn't be doing this. He an NFL player. this, that, and the third team, cut him, all that. And now, in hindsight, I think it was a white girl, called him a nigga, pushed him in his face, smooshed him, all that. She was the aggressor. And, you know, he he's dealing with being cut. From a team, he was being paid millions of dollars, right? And then you got this white boy down in Waco, Texas, at Baylor, being charged, being accused. I'm sorry, being accused of the same type of shit—sexual assault, rape, you know—and got off. And the only thing that separates the two dudes from Nellie Road, Kareem Hunt, Bill Cosby. And this white boy, along with Harvey Weinstein, Matt Liner, is it Matt L- Matt Lauer? Um, is the race. It's race, man. And and that's the part that's fucked up. The one sidedness. That's the fucked up part, man. It's some straight bullshit. And I don't even know if y'all heard about this shit. And I mean, me, it just made me think about it because I'm just like, damn, I mean People want to always know why the fuck black men in general are so angry and then want to know why black women are so angry. I mean, we deal with so much bullshit on our fucking own, you know what I'm saying? And then got to turn around and go to court or get in trouble or get involved with something and go the fuck to fuck the jail, but turn around and listen to a white boy or a white man do some of the same shit. And what the fuck do they get? Slap on the wrist, fine nothing but we doing jail time shit that's gonna change our life but these motherfuckers get to go on and live their life which is some which is some bullshit i mean which is some flat out bullshit i want y'all to hear this shit man this shit made me mad a little bit i mean it, it made me mad when i heard about this shit that happened with this young lady up the street at nella road station um really bothered me but this even bothered me even more because it was like you know on one hand these youngins was black. And then on, on the other hand, out in Waco, Texas, this youngin was white. I want y'all to check this story out. Check this story out.
3: I want to tell you about a plea deal in a Texas rape case that is drawing both anger and anguish. Anger that the judge accepted a plea bargain that allows a former Baylor University fraternity president accused of raping a student at a frat party to avoid prison get probation and pay a $400 fine. Jacob Anderson doesn't have to register as a sex offender. And the woman in this case says she was given a cup of punch at this party in 2016. She became disoriented. She says Anderson took her outside and raped her repeatedly in every way imaginable. She read an emotional uh, victim statement after the plea deal was announced in court. And I just wanna take some time today on the show to let you hear some of it. So I'm gonna read this for you. This is her words. Uh, It starts, Judge Struther i am devastated by your decision to let my rapist jacob walter anderson go free without any punishment rape is a violent crime that alters the victim's life and the life of everyone around them forever he stole many things from me the night he raped me i will never be the same again on february 21st 2016 when i was a 19 year old sophomore at baylor university jacob walter anderson took me to a secluded area behind a tent and proceeded to violently and repeatedly rape me. She continues, when I was completely unconscious, he dumped me face down in the dirt and left me there to die. He had taken what he wanted, had proven his power over my body. He then walked home and went to bed without a second thought to the ravaged half dead woman he had left behind. She addressed the prosecutors in the case who did not come to court to hear her statement saying this, if I had the courage to come back to Waco and face my rapist and testify, you could at least have had enough respect for me to show up today. And then she goes on to explain, quote, now I not only have to live with his rape and the repercussions of the rape, I have to live with the knowledge that the McLennan County justice system is severely broken. I have to live with the fact that after all these years and everything I have suffered, no justice was achieved. I have to live with the fact that my rapist will go home smiling and happy and laughing at me. He stole my body, virginity, and power over my body, and you let him keep it all for eternity. And she also then addressed her perpetrator directly, saying this, Jacob Walter Anderson, it must be horrible to be you, she said, to know what you did to me, to know you are a rapist, to know that you almost killed me, to know that you ruined my life, stole my virginity, and stole many other things from me. And that's just part of her victim statement. Ed Lavender is following this for us in Texas. And Ed, her words are profound and necessary for all of us to hear. And when I read about this, according to reports, this is at least the third time that this judge has approved probation for men accused of sexually assaulting Baylor students. What are you hearing in Texas about how this plea plea deal uh, is, is being received?
1: Well, you know the, re- the reactions—rather, that sense of outrage and uh, people very stunned at what has happened—and um, really, the implications of this are uh, best put by the victim herself. Who, in court documents, there was an email released by her attorneys that's an email, it's essentially her reaction, writing to her attorney, her reaction at the news of this plea deal, and what she, this victim, is mostly concerned about is the repercussions that this will have. For other victims of sexual assault, um, she kind of details in this long email to her attorney how she had kind of felt that she had done everything properly uh, the, 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 after the, the crime was committed that she was that she had reported it uh, was willing to come forward to testify had endured several years. This happened back in March of two thousand and sixteen had endured several years of investigation and still throughout all of that was willing to come forward, testify in a, in a public courtroom, and, and provide the evidence needed. Um, and all of that essentially has disappeared, and that opportunity uh, she feels was taken away from her. And she says this is the reason rape victims hesitate to report the crime. She had the courage to report the crime, go through this investigation, and all of that has been kind of t- taken away. So that is uh, really at the root of, of the pain of, for, for this victim after she was able to say those words that you, you spoke uh, Monday in, in the courtroom there after the, uh, the, the, the plea deal was announced. However, prosecutors in Waco say uh, that the reason they accepted this plea deal is that they have, quote, conflicting evidence and statements that existed in this case that they felt made the prosecution uh, very difficult to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. And prosecutor, the prosecutor in this case says they were very worried that there would be an outright acquittal in this case. However, that doesn't really hasn't really calmed the anger of the family in this case. They said going into all of this that they were assured that prosecutors were never going to accept any kind of plea deal. They fully expected this case to be taken to a, to trial. Bert?
3: Ed Lavendera, thank you very much.
0: Man, I mean, just. Just listening to that shit made me mad, man. It's just like. I can't understand how I mean I can't understand I can't understand how people still Are oblivious to You know Why the fuck Majority of us black people Feel the way we feel in this country When it comes to Equality And equal punishment Across the board You know, I'm all for being held accountable for your actions, but this shit is crazy. And I mean, the dude said that, you know, they felt like, you know, they felt like that this case was going to go to trial and it didn't and i mean the 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 prosecutors that was trying to help this young lady prosecute this man didn't even show up to court man like when 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 i heard that i was like wait wait a minute that shit don't even sound right so you mean to tell me that the people that was trying to help you fight this case didn't even show up when the judge come on man when the judge decided to let this cocksucker go, come on, man, this, this, and so, again, y'all, this shit is crazy, man. And I just, I just, I, it make me feel a certain type of way, man. I really do, man. I mean, I know people tell me, you know, it ain't never gonna change. It's the white man's what happens. Da 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 da. I don't. I mean, I hear, I be hearing that shit, but I be like, that shit don't mean nothing to me, cause that's bullshit. I mean, for real, man. I mean, here it is. I had a homie who went through this bullshit, didn't rape shawty, consensual sex. I man, shit fucked him up for a couple of years, Joe. My man couldn't even get a decent job. Every job that he had to get was under the fucking table. This white boy ain't about to be working for no job under the table. This white boy about to go live his life, you know, and, and, and he ain't going to be going back and forth with none of you niggas because he about to be living his best life. Even though... He gave this young lady this punch with this bullshit in it and raped her. Got got went went smack at her. And I mean, it was it was it was strong of her to to you know to speak her mind the way she did, man. At the prosecution, the judge, everybody. Cause that's it's fucked up. And again, PTSD. It's a traumatic event that she gotta deal with. You know what I'm saying? She ain't going to no more parties For a while She ain't going to no more parties man That shit is done That shit is done And I just think that it's fucked up that You know Same type of crime Right And this cocksucker got off All because of this Bam ass judge on some bullshit On the the old um, good old boy shit. Protecting their own type shit. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, I was talking about another incident on Facebook earlier today, and I was just saying how the young lady, um, I can't think of her name right now. Um, I cannot think of her name right now, but it was a young lady. She's uh, She got locked up when she was 16. She was... Pretty much like a a sex trafficking slave. Um, And she ended up popping this white boy. They locked her up. I mean, it was pretty much self-defense. And they locked her up. And they basically telling her she not up for parole until she served 51 fucking years in jail. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. And she black. Black girl, man. Pretty much a sex slave. This nigga was all over. She was like, enough was enough. And she got him about out of there. And then she got to do 51 years before anybody even hear what the fuck she got to say. Even though they listening to her, but still, it's like, man, come on, man. I mean, the, the the racial divide, you know, we not doing it. You know, we not doing it, man. I mean, I don't think it's a whole lot of black people that just walk around Mad at everybody. I know it's some, but it ain't a whole bunch of black people walking around just fucking mad at white people all the fucking time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I used to feel like that when I was 19. I'm not 19 no more. Shit has changed. I got kids. Shit is crazy out here, man. Crazy. And and, and it's just, again... It shocks me how people, it's not that they, I mean, it's not even the fact that they don't understand. It's like they don't even want to understand what's going on out here. You know, even, even I give the fact that they don't understand what's going on, but they don't even, you know, care enough to, to try to understand what the fuck is going on out here. And at the end of the day, we got it. We got to care. Because it's happening to us. They railroading us. They are railroading us with this fucked up system and allowing, you know, similar situations to happen to white men and turn around and put the black people behind bars and let the white people off scot free. It's bullshit. And I just, I ain't going to lie, I felt a certain type of way about it, man. I really did, man. I really felt a certain type of way about it and wanted to just, you know, speak my peace on it, man. It's bullshit. And this cocksucker we got in office, man, I ain't going to talk about him. But it's crazy how, you know, um, I think it was in Harris County, Texas, where these 19 women um, applied for certain positions, and they all got voted in. And I'm thinking like, damn, bigger picture. I'm like, damn, what if this judge trying to make a trying to make a statement that when white boys come in his courtroom, they getting off no matter what. Cause now we got all these black, you know, people in 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 the Justice Department down in, in Texas and, you know, trying to make moves, trying to, you know, change some shit up and here he go. Oh, he raped you? Oh, all right, nah. I don't see fit for him to be, to have no jail time or he don't have to be um, registered as a sex offender. Bullshit, man. And so when people, you know, keep acting like they don't understand, you know, why we upset, why we mad, it's bullshit. You know exactly why we mad. And if you don't, it's because you don't give a fuck. That's what it is. You know, a lot of people, they don't give a fuck. They say shit. But they don't care man that's 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 what it is. I feel like that's exactly what it is, but you know i mean what, what what can we do about it it ain't it ain't too much we can do about it man and 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 the reason why I say it ain't too much we gonna do about it we can do about it is because you know what I'm saying when it comes to the courts man they're gonna do what they're gonna do regardless man they're gonna do what they're gonna do regardless, and I feel like we gotta you know what I'm saying we gotta protect ourselves, man. We gotta we gotta protect ourselves, man. We gotta try to learn how to not to put ourselves in certain situations, man. Because ain't nobody looking out for us except for us, man. That's for damn sure. I'm not saying all white people are the same cause they not because when I travel and go out of town, leave the country, you know, I meet a lot of cool ass white people that's not saying they on the same page as us, but they on the same page where they feel like right is right and wrong is wrong, regardless regardless of you know, what the color is. Like real talk, I talk to people all the time that's white, and they be like Donald Trump, fuck that nigga, he's he on some dumb shit, and these white people, you know, they don't believe everything he talking about because why? Because he's he he on some dumb shit, and all white people not like him. I mean, hell, my uncle he white, and I don't think my uncle cool with Donald Trump and and, and what he and his his way of politicking, man, that ain't that's crazy. That's crazy. So, I mean, all white people ain't the same, man. There's some white people out here that really look out for the cookout for the black people, man. You know what I'm saying? For real. I mean, people always got something to say when white people do something for black people. But guess what? They doing it. But at the same time, you mad at them for doing something good for black people. What the fuck you doing for your own people? But you mad at them. Come on, y'all. We got to elevate, man. We got to elevate, watch our surroundings, and and figure out what the fuck is going on. Ladies, y'all got to be easy, man. It's sad that you got to, you know, alter your schedule, carry protection, all types of shit, man. It's sad, man. But I want y'all to protect y'allself, man, for real. Call that family member. Call that loved one. See if you can get that ride when it's late. And you and you and you leaving the metro station. I mean, we gotta take these precautions, man. We gotta take them serious, man, cause shit getting real out here. And I mean, even for my daughters, my nieces, the women in my family, I always think about them when I'm not home. Or well, I always think about them if they out late. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 just the type the type of heart that I got in the way I'm set up. I mean, my father was hard working, You know, um, ain't do everything right all the time but when it came to the older people like my grandmother do anything for her, anything i mean one time he dug up the whole yard so she could resoil and, and and put down new uh new grass and stuff do i mean did it for free damn it so that's part of you know that's part of me too i got that from my father and then on my mother's side you know that's the nurturing side, the care, the you know the the real the real caring side. So I, I mean, I I got, I got the best of both worlds, man. Where I can, where I'm hard working, I'm stern, but I'm still caring though, you know what I'm saying? I care about y'all, man. I'm, I want to make sure y'all out here good, man, cuz this shit that happened to this young lady is fucked up, man. I I just want, you know, f- you know, from me to this young lady, man. I'm I'm, I'm just hoping that everything is okay with her, man. And, I'm praying that she, she get through this, man, cause this ain't gonna be easy to get through. But I'm I'm praying that her family, her support system, help her get through this, man, cause this 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 this, this ain't this ain't gonna be something easy for her to get through, man. This this gonna this, this rough. This gonna be a rough one right here. And I'm just hoping she find a way, you know, to get through it because it it ain't gonna be easy. And I'm hoping that, you know, I'm I am i am thankful that they got one dude in custody. And 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 and, and um, hoping they put the press on him, where they'll put the press on him, and maybe um, I don't know, he can sing like a, like like a like a songbird and and and, and get this other nigga caught up because that's what they do now anyway, man. I mean these 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 young niggas out here that do these crimes, man, they straight suckers, man. They tell on each other, man. They do the crime, they do this shit thinking it's sweet, thinking it's cool. And as soon as they get snatched up, they snitching. So I'm hoping that, you know, regardless if the nigga snitch or not, I'm hoping they catch this other nigga so they can put both of these niggas behind bars where they supposed to be. But this racial divide with the justice system is mean, Slim. It's it's mean and it's real. It's real, and we gotta pay attention to it, man. And I'm not saying y'all not paying attention to it, but I'm paying attention to it like a motherfucker. And it's it's some bullshit And so, man, I want to get on here and talk about this, man Because it's it's getting crazy out here And I want want you ladies to protect yourself And I also want men overall And I'm not saying do anything that's going to put you in danger Or do anything, you know, be a hero, you know Because we saw somebody help out, you know, with a situation He got stabbed to death, so I'm not saying be a hero, but I'm just saying look out for the women, man Look out for them, man They our sisters, man They our backbone, man Look out for them, man Because this, this, this shit is getting serious, man So again, man I just want to get on here and, and, and show the ladies some love And just, you know Show this clear racial divide That we got going on in this country, man It's crazy, man It's real crazy, man So I hope y'all um, Just protect yourself. Like I say Call the loved one. If you got to leave work late, just be precautious and be safe. You know what I'm saying? It's The Sixth Man. I love y'all. Be easy and be better than you were yesterday, man. Y'all be easy. Peace.